Welcome to Changing the Sales Game on webtalkradio.com. I'm your host, Connie Whitman, and my guests and I are excited to share this time with you. Now, as you listen to the show, no matter where you are in your career, business, sales, if if your full-time job is sales, I, I really understand that that word sales kind of throws us into a tailspin and we feel icky and sleazy and we hold ourselves back, right? And we have that record player that plays so darn loud in our head. So to help you navigate changing your sales game, wherever, whatever that means to you, wherever you are in your journey. In the show notes, I have my communication style assessment. It's my gift to you. If we could tap into our natural communication superpowers, as well as identify our communication blind spots, magic really does start happening. And that whole sales conversation truly does become easy. So again, the links in the show notes, my gift to you. I hope it helps you navigate the change that you're seeking. Now, my quote today to set the stage for the topic is by Matt Cutts. And Matt says, SEO is like a resume. You polish it so you have your best foot forward. As you can see from today's quote, yep, our topic is going to be SEO and SEO rankings. And I've asked my uh, guest today to come back for a second time to discuss SEO since I'm still working on leveraging my C- my SEO, my uh, business model, my website, all of those things that go into it. Now, Matt and I did a show on my other podcast, Enlightenment of Change, and I will put that link in the show notes so you get kind of a perspective, um, a bigger perspective, let's say, of the SEO. So I am personally excited to hear uh, Matt's thoughts about SEO generation, Google Analytics, and how to leverage this unforeseen power behind all of our websites. So Matt found made made Diamant, Diamant is is my guest name. Now Matt founded Hey Tony, a leading digital marketing agency. By 2023, under his guidance, Hey Tony collaborated with industry titans like Canada's premier bank, Labatt, Anheuser Busch. Nivea and Coppertone while also bolstering numerous small business, small businesses. He's really passionate about work-life balance and Matt ensures Hey Tony's service drive meaningful business growth, allowing clients to lead and rich life. Please help me welcome my wonderful friend north of us, Matt Diamante. Thank you, Matt, for being on. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. It's great. It's funny that you mentioned work-life balance and that I am so passionate about it. Um, I do these things and we're going to get into SEO in a moment, but I go, I have this roller coaster that I'm on and I'm, you know, right now I, well, right now I'm on the down where I'm like burning out because I, I do need work-life balance. We all do. Uh, but a lot of the times I'm like, I'm a business owner and I'm a marketer. And this is also like partially my hobby as well as my business. So I'm and like, I'm passionate about it. So at nighttime or, you know, 6 a.m., I will wake up and I will start working because I'm like, this is fun. I'm having a good time. This is sick. And then I will just do that. Like I've been doing it now for a month and I'm starting to experience burnout because I'm starting work at 6 a.m. to like 6, 7, 8 p.m. And like to me, I'm like, oh, I'm just like doing something that I really enjoy. And now I'm experiencing burnout. And my wife notice, knows the pattern. Even my accountant notices the pattern. He's like, yeah, you know, things slow down a little bit, then you ramp up, ramp up, then you burn out, then you slow down. And it's just a, a vicious cycle. But yeah, that's, um, I just want to say that about work-life balance. You you definitely need it and I need to get back there. <laughs> yeah. So, but here's the thing. You're noticing when you go down that rabbit hole and you're not coming back out, if you will. So yeah. 
I think it's important that you're noticing it additionally that the people that are closest to you see the signs because sometimes we're so entrenched in business and our thoughts are always about business. It's funny that you say that this morning I woke up, Matt, and I was like, oh my God, in the middle of the night, I keep waking up thinking, oh, that's a good idea. Oh, that's a good idea, but it's disrupting my sleep. So I was asking myself before I woke up this morning, well, how do you stop that brain? When you come up with an answer, my brother, please help me because- it's, it's, you know, it's, it's the trials and tribulations of, I think of being a business owner, but work life yeah. balance, you, you really do have to find it. So it's good to have people that kind of pull you out of that rabbit hole and say, okay, enough, dude, like take a break. I mean, they're, they're trying to pull me out, but I'm just there and I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. It's just a couple more days, a couple more days. And then I'm like, yeah. okay, Black Friday's coming up. Okay, like, it's fine. It's like, I'm just working towards that. And then, you know, yeah. there's always going to be a, the next thing, but yeah, yeah it's and, great to have the reminder. There really is always tomorrow. If you were being lazy. I would say, dude, yeah. get a step in your pet, get a pep in your step. <laughs> but when you're driven like that, you really do. Yeah. The, the business will still be there tomorrow. We forget. We forget. We think it's it has to be done yesterday. And that's not, just not always the case. Unhealthy. But good that yeah. you're noticing. So I'm proud of you, kid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So my first actually, my first question, I don't think I asked this last in our last show. So it's relevant for me to ask. Your name is Matt. Yet. Hey, Tony is the software. Why? Why? Hey, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I knew as soon as you started asking this question where it was going. So my name is Matt. My business is called Hey Tony Digital Marketing Agency. And the name comes from not somebody named Tony. Well, I, I guess technically, let me let me tell you the story. So I used to have an office downtown Toronto and I was walking to lunch one day and there's these two big, big, really burly construction guys, you know, changing the streetcar tracks over. And I overheard them talking and the one guy goes, Hey, Tony, you always know how to put a smile on my face. And I just thought, what a genuine expression of emotion that you wouldn't expect from that person, like a big, burly, you know, muscular construction guy. Like, why are they, I, not why, but like they're emoting like joy and love for that other person. And I'm like, that's the kind of transparency that I want to have with my clients. That's the kind of feeling I want to give them and I want to receive from the people I work with, from clients, from, you know, employees, from vendors, literally all of that. So I call my business Hey Tony as a, yeah. I love it. That is so freaking (laughs) cool. I don't know why. How funny, Matt. I don't know why I didn't ask that last time I had a brain fart. Clearly, um, you know why? Because I was so into the SEO because it's not a, a topic that I'm an expert in. Right. So I guess I was yeah. like, let's get into it. I'm so curious. But that now that my curiosity went to, hey, Tony, I love it. Great story. Great story. That's cool. Yeah. Right. Now, my, now my real first question about SEO. stuff. Okay. <laughs> now, now yeah. we're done playing. Let's get to business. Let's go. Let's so go. How, how do you, how the heck do you stay updated? And, you know, you hear these algorithms on the back end are always changing. So in the world of SEO, my assumption is that hasn't changed. So how do you, how do you just keep a pulse on all that? So one Google does um, updates about this all the time. Do I read the updates? No, I don't look at them at all. I basically, I look at a lot of creators and influencers, whatever, who work in the space. I read other people's blogs. How is this algorithm affecting us? And then it's like, Oh, Google said this, then I'll go to the Google blog. But I'm not like on top of Google, like checking it every day, like what's going on, what's going on, what's going on. Um, basically, how you keep on top with it is the same way that you could have been keeping on top with it for the last 10 or 15 years by creating good content. 
that's it. At the end of the day, if you're creating good, helpful, useful content for other users, for other people, I call them users, but we're all just people, then you should not have a problem with Google at all. Um, there is some technical stuff that you need to do, like making sure you have title tags and meta descriptions, uh, which if you don't know what those are, it's basically the blue text on uh, Google search is your title tag and the little text underneath that is your meta description. So that describes further what's on the page. Now, on your actual website page, you need to have heading tags. So like usually that's like the biggest text on the page that explains what it's about. Then you need to have subheadings. So heading two tags, which basically break down that main topic into smaller chunks. So you need to do stuff like this. Um, and there's a couple other small strategies that you can do that kind of uh, is greater than the sum of their parts, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, like I've seen people rank really well and I'm like, your SEO is terrible. What is going on here? And it's just like a really good piece of content, right? They're like, they're the experts in their field. Um, and I think it was, I don't know if it was this year or last year, Google released like a, a new, I don't know, I don't know if it was, if it, calling an algorithm update is the best way to say it, but they released this thing. It's called EAT, E-E-A-T. It's experience, expertise, uh, expertise, authority, and trustworthiness. So you need to add those elements into your blog post onto your website. So like, are you authoritative? Do you have experience? Do you have expertise in that field? And can people trust you? Right. Um, so by doing all of these things and it, if for the last 10 years, you've been creating content that was full of that, you know, good, helpful, useful content, then you don't need to worry about algorithm updates. Interesting. And I think we get, you know, cause you hear the hype. Well, it's all about the algorithm. I understand the algorithm. That algorithm's always changing. So you should hire me yeah. because you need help with the algorithm, you know, and then they end up doing nothing. I think at the last show, uh, you were telling me some of your clients, they come to you and say, I was promised the moon, got no results. And you said, well, what was the deliverables? And they show you yeah. and it's like one sentence. I'm going to help you with SEO. And then you started <laughs> digging in and saying, well, what about this? What about that? And they go, oh, they never mentioned that. Oh, they never mentioned that. Yeah. Where you're, when you report, send your reports to your clients, it's extremely detailed so they can see exactly where you spent the money, time, whatever it is to help them yeah. with that SEO. Because I don't you, I would think too, Matt, don't you need to understand the the breakout of SEO is like the umbrella, but what are the the breakouts underneath to drive that SEO? And unless you don't, you as the expert, right? But if you're not explaining it to me, I don't know what to be testing or changing or yeah. discussing to say, well, that didn't work, but why didn't it work versus it didn't work. Let's change methodology totally. Sometimes you just yeah. have to tweak what you're doing, right? Am I, am I kind of in the right realm of, of conversation here? Um. Kind of. Uh, I just want to touch on something you just spoke about. So one of the reasons why I started uh, posting on social media every single day and, you know, basically just trying to help people understand what SEO is, is because there's so many of these companies that are taking advantage. Like you said, they're not really providing, like you said that I said, um, they're not really providing reports. They're not telling you what is happening on your website. They're not telling you what needs to be done. And basically like my whole goal is to educate as many business owners as possible, know as much about SEO as they possibly can without necessarily needing to be an expert. So like I do have a free course that I could probably charge for, but I want people to actually know, you know, what goes into SEO. And that's a free course. I think it's linked somewhere in the show notes or whatever, but that's if, yeah. 
that's basically it. And I think I got that from when I was in college. Uh, I was taking a program called Advertising and Marketing Communications Management, which is a long way to say account manager. So you're you're being brought up to uh, or educated to manage teams of creative people, manage teams of data people, like whatever it is. And in that program, you have to learn a little bit about you know SEO, a little bit about web design, a little bit about traditional um, like newspaper marketing and you know CPMs and all that kind of stuff. You have to learn like a variety, even Photoshop, like. I was like, when am I ever going to use Photoshop in my life? And now I use it on a daily basis because of that program. I was like, okay, this is useful kind of thing. And basically it's to say, okay, you can know if somebody's BSing you when you're managing them because you know how to do a little bit of all of this. And that's basically what I want people like business owners, people who are following, people who are watching these videos, people who are listening to this podcast. I want you to know enough about SEO so that you don't get, get screwed. Yeah. And you know what questions to ask, right? That's, that's yeah. the other uh, piece of the puzzle. And I, it's funny when I do my training, I CEOs and the executive division head, I always ask, I, I think, and I, I, I don't make it mandatory, right? Cause who am I? They don't report to me, certainly, but I always yeah. say, look, it's a good idea because then when you start coaching them as piece of the program, right? We, we have to inspect what we expect. We do that through coaching. So if you're coaching Matt and he's, Oh, we didn't learn that with Connie and you didn't come through the training. You're like, Oh, all right. You yeah. didn't learn that versus no, I know you learned it and here it is in the manual and here's how we're going to work on it. Cause Connie gave us some action yeah. steps as well. So it, right. Exactly. It just keeps everybody kind of accountable. And I don't mean that in a bad way or a harsh way, but you know what? If I know what this SEO language means, and I'm, I'm going to start asking those better questions. And I think that's important. Um, so thank exactly. you. And yes, we have that link, guys, in the show notes for the free gift. Um, and it's the free course. And I think that's a great place to start because before you even go out on the journey of I'm doing SEO, is it right? Is it wrong? Could it be better? Who knows? Do the course. Now you know, now you're armed, not only with the little bit you do know from your own stuff, but now you can ask more dynamic and, and on point questions to truly get in the nooks and crannies, if you will, and tweak them to make that better output with the SEO generation. So cool stuff. Absolutely. It's such a fascinating topic for me because I'm not, you know, I'm older, Matt, and, and the whole analytics thing, it's a, it's a little much for my, my, my pea brain. So when I meet people like you, I'm so curious because you make it sound so easy. And to me, I feel like it's just so darn complicated. (laughs) So this is fun. This, this becomes fun for me. Hey, Tony, Tony, you're making it fun for me, Tony. So there you go. Yeah. All right. Next. I I love that. Yeah. You're (laughs) so cute. I was just going to say too, um, a lot of times, people will get paralyzed by analysis, by how much data there is out there. And like, it's like, well, what should I be tracking? This number went down, this number went up, which is good, which is bad. And it's just like, well, you don't need to look at all of those numbers. And some agencies and some SEO people will just throw you, here's literally everything. And then it's like, you're like, okay, I guess they must be doing something. But like for me to pull that report takes two seconds. I click export, I download everything. I send it, I put it in a one spreadsheet and I send it over. Like that's not going to be helpful to you. So if you are hiring somebody for SEO or if you're already working on it, like you should be tracking how many clicks are getting to your website. Is that going up? Is that going down? If you're optimizing a page, if you're adding new page to your website, just track how many clicks that page is getting. If it's, did it go up or down? Track how many, uh, also impressions it's getting. So an impression is how many times it shows up on Google. So if somebody does a search and your page comes up in the results, that's a, an impression, even if nobody clicks on it. 
right? So that's like, you don't really need to track all this other stuff. You can, but you don't need to. Yeah. So almost ask for an executive summary on these key points, because that'll give you enough ammunition and info to be able to track to say, is our campaign working or not? So one of the examples, and I I like that you said executive, um, what is it? Executive Executive summary. Summary. Yeah. So like, that's what we do with our clients. And of course, like we do provide all that other information, but like nobody's digging into that. Like, unless you're like a data nerd, like me, like you're not going through spreadsheets and be like, Oh, I wonder what this is. Wonder what this is. But like, we include all of that for our clients. Like if you want to learn more, click this button and it'll load, you know, all the keyword research for that specific page. It'll show you all the stat, like literally everything you need to know about that keyword um, or what we're doing for that page. But the people don't want to see that. They're just like, okay, okay, you did five blog posts. You updated these five pages. You got me some backlinks. You did this. You did that. That's all they want to see. Like that could be one page, right? And then you can have the rest of the report. But just make sure that people are giving you executive summaries because if they can't summarize everything that they're doing in one or two slides, then you know they might not be that good at what they're doing. And they might be trying to be SEO. Absolutely. Right. They think more is better. I always think if we could take the complicated and create simplicity in how we deliver it, people learn and know what to execute and what to focus on. And by you doing that, Matt, right now we can really dial in on what we're testing or changing or tweaking so that we can make those small adjustments for the larger result instead of throwing, there's a saying, throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Right. Yep. We don't want to do that. We want to go in and tweak. But if I don't have the executive summary to track the overall trajectory of numbers, I'm behind the eight ball and I'm getting stuck in the minutiae instead of looking at what's going to really move my needle. And at the end of the day, yeah. freaking bring in business. Right. It, it, yeah. Numbers are great as long as, as they're they're navigating or helping me navigate so I can refine what I'm doing to make better results, right? Work harder, make more and work smarter, not harder, right? That's, that's kind of the objective always. And then we can find more life balance, right? We just went back to the beginning. (laughs) I'm slick today. I'm slick. I'm firing on all cylinders. (laughs) All right. Next question. So mobile first indexing is now a major consideration for the search engines, right? How has this shift impacted specifically your strategies at Hey Tony, um, maybe the industry at large. I don't know. Yeah. So our strategies, like when you talk about mobile first indexing for everybody listening, that's basically making sure that your website loads very quickly on a cell phone. Um, and that also, I'm sorry, I'm just I'm at a loss for words right now. Um, oh my God, you can cut all this out, right? Yes, I could cut this out. You're so cute. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sorry. Um, So mobile first indexing, it has to do with Google's core web vitals, which is basically having a good experience on any device that you're using. So back in the day, it was all desktops. People were on, you know, a laptop or like a physical, you know, big boxy desktop, whatever. Um, And now people are on all kinds of devices, all kinds of different screens. Everything needs to be responsive. Um, you have no idea what device somebody's going to be using when they come to your website. So yep. when we're talking mobile first, it's like your website should be responsive and it should load as quickly as possible and have a really good user experience for somebody on a mobile phone. Um, especially when you're talking about local SEO, if somebody's looking, you know, for, uh, an emergency vet, like, uh, two years ago, uh, my dog, she was a puppy. We, we had just gotten her. She was like, you know, six months old, not even. 
she ate a bowl of dark chocolate. And if you know anything about dogs and dark chocolate, that can kill them. (laughs) So when relating to local SEO and, you know, mobile first indexing, you want to make sure that if somebody's like, if you're a vet, you're an emergency vet, you want to make sure that somebody can find your site, they can find the number and they can get your, you know, they can get your pet to you as quickly as possible. Um, so that is super, super important. Like, and that's more of like in the health, you know, spaces that it's like emergency stuff. But even if you're a contractor, an HVAC person, or, you know, a digital marketing agency, like people should be able to browse your website on any device that they want. And it should always look good. It should always be a good user experience. Um, for us, this hasn't really changed because we've always optimized for mobile when I say optimize for mobile, I just mean making sure that the website is responsive um, and that it's fast. Uh, it, this probably affected a lot of other people uh, it, and it also didn't affect anybody or some other people as well. But if uh, like web designers or SEO people weren't focusing on mobile, they got hit big. Like none of our clients with, and I'm going to knock on wood, but like none of our clients ever get hit by algorithm updates because we're not doing anything shady. Right. And we're doing everything to provide the best user experience to the person visiting the website. And at the end of the day, that's what SEO is. You want to be helpful and you want to provide a good experience. So this is so fascinating when I see connections like this. So what you just described, right, when you do it right and you show up every day and you understand what the algorithm's doing, but it's all about that content. It's about making sure the back end is set up properly from the start. It, it's not an issue when these little changes happen. It's the same thing in sales, right? The people who are focusing on one thing and they're calling themselves an expert and perhaps they're not. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, right? Yeah. You got to all start somewhere. But then don't say that you're an expert. Say my expertise is in this specific piece of the SEO, yeah. if that's what you're looking for. But we're out there selling. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. I have to tell you, I, I was referred to one of my first clients 22 years ago. We've kept in touch through the years. I build relationships. They're long-term relationships. We give back and forth to each other. We get to know each other personally. They're intimate. It matters to me. I I like depth in relationship, right? Not the superficiality. So about a month ago, she... She, uh, calls me on, on my, my business phone, which is so funny. She still has my business card from 20 years ago. I think that's adorable in and of itself, right? Talk about being relevant. But anyway, she called me and she had uh, an executive director. She now is retired, but on boards of directors. And she says, I really want you to coach this, you know, uh, executive director. Oh, wow. And I said, let's meet, let's talk about what you're looking to do, because certainly, yeah, I could do it, right? Well, after talking to her, I said, I have to be honest, my expertise is not in the non-for-profit space. Could I help this person? Sure. I said, but if you're going to spend money, I have a friend, Mary, who has in 40 years, she's been in non-for-profit executive directors is who she works with. Like, it's such a perfect match the same amount of money, you're going to get exponential results versus hiring me. And she said, but I want you because I know what you deliver. I know how much you (laughs) care. And I said, but that's because I care. She can do a better job than me. And that's my biggest thing, Matt, in business. Stop saying you could do everything. Yes, I could have taken that business and the person probably would have been happy. But in my heart, I know it could have been better. So it's just like what you're yeah. saying. I, we don't worry about the algorithm changes because it's not about the minutia and the crap. It's about good stuff. And if I'm doing good stuff, the algorithm isn't going to affect. If I'm going in and manipulating 
the algorithm, then it's going to cause me angst because I'm manipulating not about the content or the person's expertise and spotlighting that, but rather the manipulation. It's the same thing in sales. It makes my head explode. Yeah. If you manipulate somebody into buying your product or service, and they're like, they're likely not going to have a good time with it. And you're going to have a bad client or a bad customer. You have to give a refund. It's going to be a lot of work. And at the end of the day, nobody's going to be happy. And it makes more work and then you get bad reviews and like, thanks, but no, thank you. It's funny. There's, and I don't know if this in the SEO SEO world, but some of these sales people out there teaching sales, especially on the internet, um, you shouldn't have anything under a $25,000 offer. To me, that is the most ridiculous thing. I have price points from $99 to, you know, six figures. What do you need? (laughs) If you don't need the full enchilada at the six figure that, and you need a $99 program or the free resource of the podcast, like go where you, where you are. And that's why I have, you know, exceptional reviews because I'm, I'm honest. I think it in everything I do. It just makes my head spin. And the other thing, these, these big sales hype people. And again, I don't know if they do this on the SEO side, but they'll say things like, if you don't have a 25% refund request, you're leaving money on the table. And when I hear stats like that, my heart stops. I think I don't want any refunds because then I sold bad business in the first place. If it wasn't a good match, then that's a different story, right? We make mistakes. Yeah. But if I'm not making, if I keep making mistakes, I'm, I'm selling crap, right? So you, you got to make I've, sure we're, we're, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Are you saying that with your guys on the SEO side too? I'm just curious. Well, I was going to say in the 10 years I've been doing SEO and digital marketing, I'd given one refund. And that was earlier this year when I took on a client who was a nightmare. Yeah. Um, and we did like, I personally did a t- like maybe 30 hours of work for her. And I well, was only charging her 1500 bucks or something. So I'm like, already, that's not worth my time. Yeah. And she kept asking for more and more and more. And I was like, cool, like, I just want to get this done or whatever. And then we got everything done. And then she disputed the charge with the credit card company. Like, and I'm like, well, I just wasted like a week's worth of work, oh. like on that. But like, that's like the only time that's ever happened. And like, I, I have a very good sense for, you know, if somebody's going to be a good or a bad client. And yeah. don't be offended if I say, Hey, like, if this isn't a good fit, I'm going to refer you to somebody else who that I, who I trust. Because I know I I have a feeling, you know what yeah, I mean? Just like um, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but in terms of SEO, like, there's nobody really like. I mean, there are a couple people trying to teach you how to start your own SEO agency and sell SEO, but like, you shouldn't be selling SEO if that makes sense. People should come to you because they're looking for SEO. I'm with you. So and. In my instance, I'm educating, you know, at, at this point, it's probably like a couple million people have seen my videos and, you know, 10,000 people maybe have taken my free course. So like I'm educating all of these people. They know they need SEO now. If they don't want to come to me, they're going to go to like call somebody else and they're going to be educated on the conversation that they have with them. And it's just going to be a better match all around. And that's if you're not ranking, you know, locally for SEO. And you're an SEO agency, like you need to start doing that. And actually, as I'm saying that, I'm like, we're not ranking <laughs> locally for uh, SEO agency uh, myself because we just like we're working with clients and I'm making all these videos and I haven't t- had time. You know, it's the cobbler's kids don't have shoes or whatever that saying Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Um, yeah. 
so I think that might be the next uh, experiment that I do like within my own groups and stuff like that is like, cool, here's how we're going to get, you know, my agency, my business, my website ranking higher for this term, right? We haven't touched it since we launched the website. And maybe that's like the next uh, experiment that we work on. So I can, I can double down. I love doubling down on things. Right. So like, even, even with this podcast, I can use clips from this for content for social media. So it saves me time. Right. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. We got to be smart for sure. As business owners. I love it. Um, you're, you're the other thing too. I like you use the word experiment on my stuff because if we can experiment and see what's working, what's not with our own stuff, then we bring that to our client instead of saying, yeah, yeah, I could do it for you. I don't do it for me, but I could do it for you. Right. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden when we start to experiment, the results you're going to get for others is just going to be exponentially more. So, it, you know, yeah. again, it's just being real and making sure that you truly are in quote, you know, air quotes, you're the expert. I, I want to ask you, go ahead. You have something else to say. Cause I want to ask you about yeah. the speed and the structure of the website. And like on that back end is I know content keywords, all of that, but does the speed mm-hmm. and structure matter too of the website? Um, your website should be fast and it should load like almost instantly as quickly as possible. Because if you're going to a website and you're looking for information, and you're waiting one, two, five seconds for a page to load to get that information, you're probably clicking the that back button and then going to the next link yeah. and seeing, you know, oh, this information loaded right away. It's formatted nicely. This is great. I can find everything that I'm looking for very quickly. Those are the websites that win. Those are the websites that rank first. Like, but I was just saying, I don't rank that well for the keyword SEO, like in my city, but our website is very, very, very fast. It's like 99 out of a hundred, like speed kind of thing. And that's because we know then like, oh, sorry, I just need to preface this also with saying we do SEO on our own website. We just haven't focused on that one specific keyword. Right. Right. <laughs> um, I, I don't want people to yes. be like, okay, this guy doesn't yeah. know what he's talking about. Right. There's um, so many moving parts. Right. Yeah. So when you come to my website, if you go to it, Hey, Tony.ca, it loads almost instantly. Right. And, if you again, if you go to a website, it doesn't load right away. You're probably going to go to another one. Um, and I think the second part of your question was about structure, right? Yeah. So when you go to a website, the navigation menu should always be at the top. Like the ones on the side, like doesn't really make sense because then when you get on mobile, it's going to be at the top anyway. So put your navigation menu um, at the top. That's where people are looking for it. Uh, always at like the top right. That's going to be your contact button or your book button or your login button, like all that stuff is over there. Uh, your logo is going to be on the left or in the center, right? Your logo is never going to be on the right. That doesn't make sense. That's not how things look. So when we're talking about structure from top down, you have your menu there organized kind of in the way that I, I just described. Uh, and then you should have a, a block of something there that tells people what that page is about. You can have a video, but you should have text on that video um, like an overlay saying like this page is about this topic. Don't use those words, obviously be more descriptive and um, not salesy, but informative. Um, and then from there, you should have, so you should have subheadings. You should have, you know, paragraphs. Don't try to make things too long uh, in terms of how many words you have in a row. If you have a very long paragraph, break that up into two paragraphs. If you have six paragraphs in a row, Add images every two paragraphs, right? Or use a different subheading. Maybe that one uh, subtopic on that page is too long. Um, Use bullet points, use lists, use videos on your actual website, in your content. All of this stuff makes it a lot easier for 
a person to find the information that they're looking for. Yeah. Right. And if you're not formatting it in that way, you know, it's just a big wall confusing. of text basically. Yeah. It's yeah. confusing. It does, does having videos and those images, does that slow the website down? Like how do I keep my website fast? Okay. So yes, videos and images can slow down your website. However, you want to be using, um, I, I think we're all familiar with, uh, jpegs and pngs at this point um so you want to be using another file format uh, and this just came out a couple years ago i think i actually believe it was 2020 uh that it came out but now it's supported on like all major browsers and computers it's called web p so w-e-b-p instead of jpeg that's what the file extension is um and by converting your images into web p files this is also called the next gen image format Um, And also, I'm pretty sure if you look up next-gen image format, I'm the first link on Google. So you learn more about it there. If I'm not the first link, I might be two or three, depending on where you are in the world listening to this. Um, But those those image formats are basically a JPEG, but it's more compressed. And what I mean by more compressed is the file size is smaller, but the quality remains the same. Um, So by adding those to your website and replacing your images with WebP files, uh, it'll be a lot quicker. Now, if you're going to add an image or not, sorry, not an image, if you're going to add a video to your website, I always recommend just embedding a YouTube video on your website because when a, when a video loads, it might be, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 megabytes on your website. And that's going to slow down your server. That's going to, you know, take longer to load, especially if somebody's on a slower Wi-Fi uh, or slower cell phone signal, whatever you want to call it, 5G, 4G, 3G, whatever. Um, so I say upload it to YouTube, let YouTube take the, um, you know, the bandwidth. Yeah. And then that video will be embedded on your website. And there still is like, you're, you're not going to get around having a little bit of extra delay for having a video on your website. There's just absolutely no way around it. Even with the fastest servers, you're still going to get um, a notification through any speed testing thing that, hey, this can be improved. It's like, yeah, I know it can be improved, but like, we're not like rocket scientists here, you know, maybe on the space shuttle, their videos load right away, but <laughs> not for us. Um, right. We're not doing hard surgery, right? That we don't want our thing yeah. or a little program to go kaput on us. Well, so here's the other thing I've been talking a lot about recently is Google knows that business owners aren't web developers. They're not SEO experts, but they are experts in their own fields. Yeah. Right. And your website does not need to be technically perfect in order to rank. Google knows this because like, otherwise, what you have to spend tens of thousands of dollars and hire somebody to do like a really professional website, uh, do all your SEO, which like SEO, you know, can cost you up to like $100,000 a year, depending on what you want to do and how competitive things are. So it's like, if yeah, they know, and and this is all a hypothesis at this point. Um, and I think it rings true, but like not everybody's an expert on building websites on SEO. They're experts in their field. So just put your expertise out there. And that goes back to what I was talking about before about having good content, right? Have good content, show your expertise, your experience, your authority, all that kind of stuff. Show that on your website as much as possible. And you don't need to say like signing off as Dr. So-and-so like you don't need to do that. Just showcase like, Oh, I actually had this uh, thing happen recently and here's what I did about it relating to that blog post or that topic, right? Adding something else nobody can talk about. 
We don't have to change the website itself, but you'll have a blog section and that should be updated on a regular basis. Like my show gets updated onto my website, my two shows every week. So that adds to that, that quality content, if you will, or spotlighting me as the expert on, in this case, you know, as we discuss sales and, and, and business growth, right? Whatever, whatever the content is. Um, interesting. Interesting. So we're, we're out of time, but my, I, I guess this is a, maybe a yes or no, not a, not an open-ended question, but more of a closed-end question here, right? My technical yes. jargon. <laughs> Would you say that doing the quality content is more, if somebody's just starting out and they're thinking, Oh, this SEO, I know I need to do it. 2024 is coming. Oh, and they're feeling that overwhelm. What would be that start point in addition to the free gifts, right? That has the link to help mm-hmm. them with that, the, the language. That would be step number one. But would yeah. step number two be the content or would there be something else that you would throw in the mix? You said this was a yes or no question. And I don't know if I can answer it that way. Okay, then go ahead and answer. Oh, see, I'm um, so good at my open-ended questions yeah. that I can't help myself. <laughs> um, so if I was coming in to a client who had a lot of great content on their website, but they're like, oh, I'm not ranking, like I'm not seeing any traffic from Google or anything like that. Yeah. And I look at their content, I'm like, wow, this is really well-written. Um, it's in-depth. You're talking about like your experiences. You're helping people. You're being helpful. That makes my job a lot easier because then I can go in and say, oh, you might just need to like rephrase this or add in the keyword here or do a heading tag here. Because like for us, what we do on my team, we write a lot of content for our clients. And when you're writing all that content from scratch, it takes a lot longer. We have to learn a little bit more about your industry, you know, all this kind of stuff. And we don't necessarily have the expertise that you do. So when we see a website that has a ton of really great content, we look at that and we go, okay, this is going to be a lot easier to optimize. Right. So write great content, get it out there. And, you know, sometimes I'm surprised. Well, I say I'm surprised. I'm surprised to see a not well optimized piece of content doing really well because it's really good. Like it's just a good piece of content. Yeah. So it's a good place to start um, because then when you do bring someone in, we're saving time and money sign me up, right? If I could put the legwork out with my zone of genius, that's where I should be playing and then bringing in the expert with the SEO to do their magic. But if I do my part, it saves time. It saves money. Everybody wins that to me. is The last thing I'm going to say, sorry to cut you off. Last thing I'm going to say, make sure that each page on your website is at least 1,000 words. I'll repeat that, 1,000 words. If it's shorter than that, how can that be a quality piece of content? How can that be helpful? And, you know, how can that be the most complete information about that topic on the Internet? Under a thousand words, you're probably not going to see it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So there, I like that. I like tangible things. So everybody's going to go, it's a thousand and one. I think I'm good. Or it's, you know, it's only 998. I better come up with two more words. That's not what we're talking about. It's about that thousand mark, right? I love it. Matt, thank you so much. Everybody, you definitely need to, first step, you know me, it's all about the action, right? Matt knows me now. Information's beautiful and Matt is brilliant at what he does. And of course, I'm brilliant at sales. That's a beautiful thing. But what are you doing? What are you taking from the show? And what are you putting into action? That's where the, the rubber hits the road. That's where the magic happens. So if you have a question specific for Matt, email him at Matt. M-A-T. No, no, don't email me. <laughs> Sorry. Don't email him be there. No. Okay. Um, Website. <laughs> yeah. If Website. you have a question for me, you can contact me on social media on, you know, Instagram or TikTok or anything like that. Do not email me. My email inbox is 
absolutely drowning. And I know I said that was okay uh, when we set up <laughs> this podcast for the first one. Um, but please don't email me. I don't have time to get back to everybody. I'm sorry. Bad. I do want to yeah. help. Yeah. yeah. So, so the social media is a better platform. So if they go yes. to your website, heytony.ca, because uh, Matt's in, yeah. in Canada, it has all that information that they connect with you on Instagram or on uh, LinkedIn, wherever they play. Don't do LinkedIn. I hate LinkedIn. Uh, Instagram. LinkedIn. Yeah. I mean, I check LinkedIn like once a month and just accept people who want to follow me or connect with me, basically. Okay. Um, so Instagram, TikTok, yeah, TikTok. Okay, so the the yeah. quickies are the ones that yeah. um, are the way to go. So go to the website, heytony.ca, and then you'll be able to communicate with Matt if you have specific questions. The free gift I'm going to put in the show notes as well as the previous episode. We touched on a couple of different other topics. So if you're really interested, they're two quick episodes, but I think it'll give you a nice flavor. Um, if there's any overlap, you could certainly fast forward through it. So yeah, Tony. I'm Tony. See, I'm calling you Tony. Come on. It's Friday, baby. It's Friday. I'm tired. This old brain's tired. Uh, Matt, I love you, my friends. You're brilliant. I think you're awesome. And I just love your heart centered approach to business and how you deal with business owners and others out there. So if anybody needs help, reach out to Matt. I think even just have a conversation. And I think from there, you'll be able to create whatever that next step is for you, depending on what your objectives are. This is important information. Um, don't just let it sit, you know, in the, the iPod or the iPod, iPod listen to me, the <laughs> Apple uh, or wherever you listen. Don't just let it sit there and don't listen to the episode. Um, really listen and then apply what Matt is talking about. It really makes a difference. So Matt, as always, thanks for being on. Great show. Um, I know everybody thanks for having value, me. not only from the show, but from the free uh, gift where they'll understand language and stuff like that. It's a nice first step um, to break into whether you're hiring and doing it yourself. It'll lay some nice yep. groundwork. So thank you so much for that. Really appreciate you sharing that with my peeps. Absolutely. All right. And I hope you will join me weekly as we question, build, and discover together, no matter where you are on changing your own personal sales game in your career or business. I hope between my guests and I, we really do provide some good content, um, quality ideas for you to apply to create the change, you know, whatever that is that you're looking for. You've been listening to Changing the Sales Game with me, your host, Connie Whitman on webtalkradio.com. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I truly am honored to have you on this journey of changing your sales game with me. And I hope that I just make it a smidge easier for you um, so that you can make more money, work a little bit less and just enjoy life. That's what we're here to do. I, that's my wish for you. I love you all. And I will see you next week. Have a great one, everybody. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. Tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's ROI. And always remember, lead with heart and your sales will follow.